the article that we're going to talk about that was written by my next guest was written actually over a week ago. It could have been written this morning because it literally would have been perfect uh, considering the speech that we saw last night. Jonathan Emmert is a constitutional law attorney. He is the author of a book called The Authoritarians, also appropriate after last night's authoritarian speech. The Authoritarians, Their Assault on Individual Liberty, the Constitution, and Free Enterprise from the 19th Century to the Present. Uh, the article that he wrote for Town Hall just uh, last week is headlined, We Are the Enemy. This literally could have been written this morning because last night Joe Biden told us, if you disagree with me and my administration, you are an enemy of the state. Jonathan Emmerd, thanks for the time. I appreciate you coming on this morning. How are you, sir? Just fine. Great to be with you. Good to be with you as well. I mean, I, I literally, I read your article when we booked you. We booked you a few days ago uh, to come on. I had no idea that we were going to have the speech last night at the time that we did this. But my goodness, sometimes things just line up. Uh, your article about the way we are viewed in this um, uh, in this country, particularly by the ruling class, could not be more spot on. And last night, we were told in no uncertain terms by the President of the United States that the 80 million MAGA voters who voted for Donald Trump, not once but twice, are the enemy of the state. What was uh, what was your first reaction to what you heard last night? Yes, it was an authoritarian address by a person who really perceives himself to be a dictator. He is not responsible to the electorate. He doesn't feel as though he needs to unify. He believes that he can conquer, vanquish, and overrule uh, 50% of the voting population of the United States. That speech was an attack on half of the electorate. It pits Americans against Americans. It was divisive and demagogic and angry. Uh, it really uh, bespeaks both political desperation and this massive authoritarian impulse that is a part of his being ever since he sold his soul to the socialists to become elected. He does not believe in a republic. He does not respect that people have a right to dissent from his views. He does not appreciate that his deviation from the role of president by assuming congressional powers and legislating as the executive is the very definition of tyranny, according to James Madison. He does not reflect the soul of the nation. He is corrupt. He's a Manchurian candidate. He sold out America for his own personal financial benefit and his family's benefit. He's part of this Biden, Inc. operation, which is using influence peddling to sell out America for their own personal gain, using their political standing for that purpose. He has no right and no legitimacy in morality, uh, uh, no moral standing to condescend to the American people and tell us what is our soul. We know what our soul is, and it isn't Joe Biden. Uh, we're talking with Jonathan Emmert, a writer, uh, an author, and uh, and a constitutional lawyer. Um, you started to say um, he sold his soul to the, and then you said to socialism. Uh, I thought you were going to say to the devil, because looking at that imagery last night, I've got a still shot of the uh, of the event last night. I'm still trying to process this. It is all black with red backlighting, blood red backlighting. I swear to you, it looks like 
the the you know the the interior of a haunted house where where Satan steps forward. What is your take on you know? I was just talking to Peter Kersenow from the Civil Rights Commission, who said you know literally everything that they do is scripted. Everything right down to the last detail when they have one of these presentations is scripted. None of it is accidental or haphazard. So that means it's intentional to put this this blood red and dark black uh, back well, as if black can be another another shade, but this background. Uh, up, what what do you think they were trying to convey as he thundered away in in such a such an extremist kind of of, uh, of atmosphere? Well, of course they control the imagery to a T, and the whole purpose of this is to convey this impression that this is a person of strength, a dictator, a person who is a, has an iron will, and the red is no mistake. It's indicative of communist China. It is indicative of authoritarianism. It is an angry color. It is not a color of peace. It is not a color of unity. It is not a color of the Republic minus white and blue. And to have the Marines positioned so that they will constantly be in the shot is indicative of the fact that he is a commander-in-chief, that is, a dictator in this instance, and commands the military in the course of delivering a patently political address. And that is an abuse of his power. It's an abuse of his power because it turns the military into advocates and defenders of his political agenda. There's not supposed to be, and under federal law cannot be, a political bias operating within the United States military. Yet, this wokeism movement in the military, combined with this type of abuse of his position, is indicative of just how extraordinary they want to make this uh, office. He's an idiot, and he's also a very dangerous man, because he did sell his soul to the socialists. But look what he does. He has no respect for the Constitution. Executive order after executive order, ruled unconstitutional by the courts, he continues on that same path with his bailout of rich kids, uh, and his whole movement now is to try to get gather that steam for a forcible control over the United States, insinuating itself through all of the market, crushing it, opening our borders to crime without limitation, to drugs, to fentanyl, uh, destroying the nation. This His whole legacy is one of destruction of the United States. And here he thinks he has the moral authority to tell us what the soul of the nation is, he has no moral authority. He is not a president of the United States that the people elected. He went far left. They didn't vote for socialism. He uh, advertised himself as someone else. He's a pathological liar. Every single time he opens his mouth, including last night, he he makes patent lies uh, to the American people. And that's, he doesn't feel any need to explain, never answers to the media, never holds himself accountable for anything, ignominious retreat from Afghanistan, never once admitting the mistake that is so gross that most people are utterly revolted by it. This is an amazing character, 
amazing in a very bad way. Yeah, in, in all ways. We're talking to Jonathan Emmerd. He is the uh, author of The Authoritarians, Their Assault on Individual Liberty, the Constitution, and Free Enterprise from the 19th Century to the Present. Also has a terrific piece on Town Hall from last week. It's posted on my website right now. You can read it at your leisure. It's at alwaysright.us, alwaysright.us. Jonathan, I want to follow up on two things you said. Um, my first question to you was about the imagery, and you, I agree with you. It did invoke, you know, red China, communist China, and other things. I'm, I'm curious as, as we both agree, they do this very deliberately and very intentionally, what the intent was, though. Why, less than 70 days from the midterm elections in which his party will either be booted from power legislatively or will, will, you know, have a stranglehold on it for another two years and maybe beyond, why would he portray this, you know, red China authoritarian dictatorial type of, um, imagery to the american people i would have wrapped myself in the flag 20 times over there and had the marine corps band playing you know uh hail to the chief and america the beautiful and everything else that i could do to say we are truly the party of patriots not the uh you know the MAGA republicans he put a very different message out there and i still can't figure out why well since february february 2020 february 25th and 26th 2020 when uh both schumer and pelosi on uh, respectively on those days announced that the Democrat Party would would support an avowed socialist if that person were the party's nominee. They crossed the Rubicon. Their constituency is the far left. They are pandering to the far left. The red symbolism is indicative of communism. The angry attack on half of the electorate rather than trying to persuade them is indicative of this overthrow mentality, this this mentality that we're going to crush the opposition. He's inspiring his base. He's inspiring far leftists to come out in numbers and do whatever is necessary to win these elections for the Democrats. Even at the it risk a, of losing even at the risk of losing centrists and uh, moderates? Yes, because they've got a four year plan. He's gonna sh- cram through as much uh, of a destructive agenda for capitalism as is possible by the time he ends office. And this is a, a choice. They had an obvious choice. They could have appealed to the center, which they've never done. Or they could continue to pander and, and stoke the flames, red being the color, of the far left. The far left would not support him if he had flags around himself. He's not supporting America. He's not supporting the Constitution, the foundational principles of this country. He's rejecting all of them. He's calling for transformational change. We're witnessing on this screen the red of fire, the red of, of violent revolution, the red of overthrow, because that's what he's bought into. And this was a choice. He, he may be, uh, both, uh, uh, mentally, uh, 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 abused by his declining uh, mental health and also incapable of articulating himself in a coherent manner. But with a script like this and with his fists clenched and this angry approach, this is, this is a declaration of war on half of the American population. 
I don't think that's an overstatement, uh, Jonathan. I, I I agree. It is, and I hope we respond in kind, not with passivity, but uh, or pacifism, but but truly with passion and with anger uh, as well, because we are literally. You know, he called it. I'll give him credit for one thing. He said it's a fight for the soul of this country, and he's right. Uh, the the difference is, of course, he is looking to destroy our soul, and we are looking to reaffirm uh, that very thing. Uh, in your article, Jonathan, last thing for you. Uh, we are the enemy. Your second paragraph le- uh, leads with, the Democrats are in a race to achieve what Charles Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden call transformational change in one presidential election cycle. And you go through a litany of examples of trans- transformational change. Can you give us a little bit of that thumbnail sketch version? Sure. So uh, anyone who would endorse this open border policy, allowing terrorists to come through the border, allowing fentanyl from China to come through the border, such that everyone from 18 years old to 45 is the number one leading cause of death, so that you'll have crime coming in, MS-13 gangs, uh, 18th Street gangs, uh, no law enforcement in the cities, you've got defund the police movements, you've got Soros-backed prosecutors who are not prosecuting criminals, they're repeat offenders, you've got an attack on the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding citizens, but you're allowing criminals with guns to be have go in one door and come out the other uh, in the in the criminal justice system and be back out on the streets. The whole approach, the whole approach, everything they're doing is destroying a free market and is making America insecure so that property owners, the enemies of the communists, right, property owners are insecure so that they cannot have a moment of rest they can't know whether or not their houses are going to be safe. They can't know whether their businesses are going to be safe. Are they going to be torched like they were in the summer of 2020 all across the United States and urban areas? What about all these sanctuary cities? All of this is designed to break down the basic fundamentals of the market. All of the uh, efforts to destroy the fossil fuel industry, Biden's declared goal of completely eliminating it uh, within 10 years of his election, that is a war against free enterprise, against indeed. individual freedom of choice, in favor of socialism. He's transferring our sovereignty to the state so that he can have total control, or that his, who he, the people he believes will succeed him, who are Democrats, will have total control over this country. Well, it was a long game when Barack Obama promised the fundamental transformation of this country. He knew he wouldn't get it done in his two terms, but this is what is the continuation. This is why Trump was so important in stopping Hillary from building on that uh, for four or eight years. But now Biden is indeed involved in that transformational change to exactly what you just described. The article is We Are the Enemy by Jonathan M. Ward. It was actually written almost two weeks ago. Could have been written this morning after last night's speech. You should read that. It's on my webpage right now at alwayswrite.us, and you should also buy the book, The Authoritarians, Their Assault on Individual Liberty, the Constitution, and Free Enterprise, from the 19th Century to the Present Authoritarian, Joe Biden. Jonathan Emmert, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Hopefully we can talk again. You're welcome. Thank you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.